everyone. Welcome to Terica's Talk. Um, so this uh, week, I kind of just been having um, a lot of time to do a lot of self-reflection. Like I said, like um, this podcast is about like being transparent, being vulnerable, uh, being open and honest, things like that. So basically nothing is um, off limits. So today, like, I want to talk about something that has been like super, super heavy uh, on my mind. Um, so uh, the topic of this one is just choices, um, life's perspective. Okay, so I want to start off with this uh, thought that I had. And so I want to share with you guys. Um, it, uh, I wrote it down so that I can make sure that I say it correctly as it was given to me. Um, some people are hurt and vow to never make someone feel that kind of pain, while others set a course to ensure someone knows exactly how they felt. So for me, like, I am kind of struggling with, there are some people, okay, so some people, like, maybe have experienced like a deep hurt, like a betrayal, uh, something that they just cannot believe this another person, another human being would do to them. And they make a conscious effort. They make a vow to themselves to never, never allow someone to experience that kind of hurt or that kind of pain because of them. While others, they might say, hey, uh, did nobody care how I felt? Um, like if somebody, they did it to me, I can do it to them. So this kind of like tit for tat thing. But what I was thinking about is when you really think about when someone is hurt, usually the person who, who's, who has hurt them is not the recipient of the retaliation. Usually it's someone who had nothing to do with the hurt, someone who was not involved in the situation, who is now a victim of this person's hurt because they didn't resolve it and for me like I'm just kind of struggling with what makes a difference of people um how some people can say you know like they really did some foul stuff like that was like the ultimate betrayal but you know what like I'm still gonna love like I never been hurt like I'm still gonna treat people kind like I'm not gonna become super bitter or I'm not going to be um, ill will towards people. Like, I'm not going to do that. And you have some people who are like, oh, no, no. Like, I, love, I know love don't live here. You heard people say love don't live here no more. Uh, I'm a, I ain't going to be a sucker for love no more. Um, love ain't about to make a fool of me. Things like that. But, like, I just truly believe because of that thought, because of that kind of behavior and that thought pad, that mind frame, like a lot of people, unfortunately, would never experience like true love. Like when you think about, because now people are super guarded, um, people are like super like, I ain't gonna get hurt. Now, I ain't, you ain't gonna use me. You ain't gonna do that. Like they did it to me last time and I ain't gonna let nobody do that to me no more. Like, but you're missing like, love is like a desire no matter how tough or how guarded a person may seem every human being desires to be loved even animals desire love and affection so like for me like this is a real issue because then I think about like 
us as self-proclaimed Christians, like how if you think about the example that we are supposed to model, they're like when Jesus hung on that cross, like they his homeboys, like his crew people betrayed him. And when he got on that cross, like the Bible tells us he didn't say a mumbling word. Like what? Like, first of all, I got words for like all of (laughs) y'all. And the fact that they spit on him, like how many of us can say like we let someone spit on us and we won't say nothing or we won't retaliate? Like, honestly, like, I mean, that's 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 a real situation. So the fact that he endured all these things like the crown of thorns, uh, the 39 stripes, um, like the spear in his side, like the fact that he endured all these things and he did it because he loved us that much. And we, for some reason, feel entitled to not forgive, to not love, to seek vengeance on people or to, um, I'm going to do you how you do me type stuff. Like, but the fact that Jesus experienced the ultimate betrayal and he still like, he still went forth with what he was commissioned to do. Like to me, like that is an awesome example of how we should live and how we should treat people But I think like sometimes like when you're a nice person, because I think like I'm a super nice person, like I'm super friendly, super like people say I'm bubbly, things like that. But I think like when you're super nice or like you're like non-confrontational, like people will take advantage of you. People will think uh, you're soft or they think that you um, can't defend yourself or you have nothing to say or you don't have a, a comeback. Like, you know, because my snapback game is real good. Like, please believe that. However, when I think of the example that Jesus portrayed, the fact that he could have spoke a word, but he chose not to. And for me, like when I kind of deal with people personally, professionally, I often try to put that into practice. Like if someone says a comment or, or does something, I'm like, Okay, like I really could come for you. Like I really could say some really hurtful things, but why? Like, and then what? Okay, I say you say something hurtful to me. I say something hurtful back, and then what? Like then, okay, I'm the type of person. So then I'm gonna have regrets. Now I'm gonna be like sad and all in my feelings because oh my god, I shouldn't said that because I am a firm believer that you cannot take back words. Like I am a worse person. Anyone who knows me knows like. If you say some foul stuff, like sometimes, unfortunately, sorry doesn't fix words because I believe like sometimes you can be watching something, listen to something, somebody says something, it would trigger something that someone said to you or bring remembrance back to a situation when someone said something to you and all the things like that. And like for me. I just don't understand. Like I'm struggling this week that people can be just mean or people are so tit for tat. I'm going to do what you do. I'm going to copy off you because now we're going in circles. I hate circles. I do not like to go in circles. I don't like spin around rides. I don't like circle conversations. Like, can we come to a resolve? And the fact that if we can't come to a resolve, then somebody needs to kind of change the direction 
change the shape of this conversation or something because when we are just, I'm going to do what you do. Well, if you don't talk to me, I'm not going to talk to you. If you don't text me, I'm not going to text you first. Like, I'm not going to do that first. If you don't apologize, then I'm not going to. Or even if someone says, I'm apologize. Only if you apologize first, though. Well, you got to apologize. After me. Like, what? Like, what is that? That is, like, super, 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 like, one, super childish. Two, very narcissistic. Three, very childish. Like, if you're going to apologize and your intentions are pure, like, for me, I I try to intentionally, if I apologize about something, even if you don't accept my apology or even if you don't apologize, I try, I pray and I ask God to make sure that my apology is sincere, expecting nothing in return, because if you apologize or if you do something or even if you love somebody, expecting them to love you in return or to say thank you, I like you're going to be disappointed like so much. Like, I don't understand that, you know, like and one thing that I'm, I'm learning that like I still struggle with, honestly, uh, we're talking, you know, being truthful here. One thing I had to learn and my supervisor actually uh, had to tell me, she's had to remind me on several occasions that unfortunately, Terika, everyone does not have, have the same heart as you. And what that put in perspective for me is that things that I would think are like, this just no thought, second nature, somebody needs help. I'm there to help somebody says this is happening. I'm there to maybe offer any assistance that I can. And when that's not reciprocated, I'm kind of like, why did they just do this? Why did they say this? They could have just did this. So now I'm all in the frenzy. I'm upset. I feel like you don't care about me. I feel like you're not there for me. But I'm learning. Like I said, I'm still learning. I haven't 100% arrived there yet. Is that not everyone has the same love language so what i think is common sense what i think is what for me what is a natural response to a situation might be super foreign to someone else so like it even knowing that it goes back to if someone hurts you like my first thing if someone hurts you my first question is have you told that person many times friendships relationships business ships, whatever you want to call it, partnerships are destroyed because the first thing someone says is when it's a falling out is they should have known. They should have known. That is the number one sentence that is always said. And unfortunately, we have to give people the benefit of doubt because sadly, some people honestly don't know. They don't know that what they did or what they said offended you or hurt you to the degree that it did so I I just believe that if someone hurts you or does something that you kind of are a little like disappointed by have a conversation with that person go to that person the Bible tells us if your brother offended you you go to him you and him alone and you tell him of his faults like sometimes we think the person should know better and sometimes they don't Sometimes I think God thinks that we should know better, but we don't until someone comes and tells us, okay, yeah, you know, that wasn't cool or, you know, you shouldn't have said that or maybe you should have handled that differently or things like that. So I think that is super, super important. 
And also, like, if someone comes and say, like, you heard me. If someone comes to you and say, you know what, what you said and what you did was really foul, like, or they really kind of hurt my feelings, like, are you willing to say, I'm sorry? Or you say, man, you do nothing. Why you tripping? You tripping. You trying to kind of like push the issue to the side and make it not as important as this is that person. When I tell you that is the number one thing that's going to cause a person to get into defense mode, because now you're saying how I feel and what I think and what I have told you is irrelevant. People want to feel important. People want to feel that their feelings, that their thoughts matter. So the minute that you make a person feel as though, oh, how you feel, get over it, that's childish, that's petty, whatever you want to call it. So now they feel, now they go into defense mode. So now every conversation you have after that is, you don't care. I don't want to talk about that because you don't care anyway. So now, like, you have a, a, a case where every conversation is an argument. Because number one, you did not admit and take full responsibility. Even if you can say the correct thing to say would be, okay, I'm sorry that you took it that way. That was not my intentions at all. If I have offended you, please forgive me. Please do not say, but I mean it, but if you if you if you that sad, then I guess I'm sorry. That is not an apology, people. That is not. I'm here to tell you, Terrica Dominique Lachey is here to tell you, if you have to say, I'm sorry, but the apology is void. We're not accepting that apology. So, like, when I say when some people are hurt and they vow to never make another human being experience that kind of pain, like, I just want to kind of ask you guys, like, what kind of person are you? Are you a tip or tap person? I know what they call it. You, uh, I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving the energy, whatever energy I get. That's the energy that I'm a, I'm a give back. Or are you saying, you know what? What they say, I'm gonna be the bigger person, because you might can't change a person. You can't control a person what they do, what they say, how they act. However, you can control how you respond, how you react, and indirectly, you never know. You might change the whole culture of the situation. I just challenge each and every one of you, somebody this week, today, tomorrow, I challenge you to just change the culture of the relationship. Now, that person might be hesitant to receive what you're saying, this change initially, because they're so used to you doing one thing. So I just want to challenge you to shift that energy because believe it or not, whether we want to admit it or not, honestly, deep down inside, we all want to, to love and we all want to be loved. And if you're saying, no, I don't, that I don't care about love, I'm straight on love, to that own self be true, honey. Like, if you can't be true, be real with nobody else, like, please, I beg of you today. Be real with yourself, because if you're not honest with yourself, you can't be honest with anybody. So if you're not real to you, that means you're not real to me. You're not real to your friends, to your family, to your associates, to your business partners. You're real to nobody. So I challenge you on today to that own self be true.
Until next time, this tariff is called. Thanks.